VoiceAmericaBusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper of BeMoreAchievemore.com and CC1Consulting.com and an absolute pleasure to be back with you again for another week. And today we're going to talk about life mapping and the cultivation of authentic leadership with my guest, uh, Brian Main. Uh, however, before we start that, I'd just like to say what a pleasure it was to uh, interview last week uh, um, the president of Pairdoo Farms, uh, Jim Layton, uh, he's also was the author of uh, Get Fit about, and we were talking about fully integrated teams. And I thought there was some fabulous content in there. So if you've not had the chance to listen to that one, I'd go back and have a listen in the archive. So what do Nicaragua, China, Kuwait, US, the US, Canada, the Ukraine, Russia, India, Bahrain, Italy, the UK, Japan, Argentina all have in common? Well, the answer is that there's some of the countries that people access this show from. Um, so how cool is that? Um, and wherever you are in the world, I just want to say a thank you. It's an absolute privilege to me to be able to share this information with you. And I always appreciate any comments that you want to send me at info at com to let me know what you think about the show, any new ideas for topics, um, any any dialogue that you want to send through to me um, about the show um, is always good to good to hear. So um, to today's show on life mapping. Now, according to today's guest, uh, in today's fast-changing competitive business and climate, it's the organizations who develop the winning qualities of their people that really capture the opportunities created by change and then turn them into sustainable success. The qualities of authentic leadership, self-motivation and a positive mindset and personal responsibility are the most highly prized yet least consciously developed aspects of a person's character. Now, Brian Main is the creator of life mapping. He's also the creator of goal mapping, um, as per the exceptionally well-received show that I did with him back in September 2011. That was right at the beginning of my experience as a host on this show. Um, and today we're now at show 76. I think that was show three or four. Um, but well worth going back in the archive and having a listen to that. Uh, Brian's going to help us understand how to determine the blueprint of our potential. And therefore, um, help us understand how to cultivate the qualities of, of, of authentic leadership and get great results. Now, Brian was born into a nomadic funfair family. He left school with no qualifications and a really poor education. So whatever stage you are in terms of your kind of learning and development, um, it's just fascinating to see where Brian came from because at 29 years of age, his family business failed and he was a million pounds in debt. Now, at this very low point, he discovered that you can change your life by changing how you think about it. Now, he's an international speaker, and he empowers hundreds of thousands of people globally with his unique success systems. 
He's written four books. He's getting close now to achieving his core goal of, of helping to lift seven million lives with his work. So an absolute pleasure to welcome back Brian Mayne. Thank you, Chris. Pleasure to be with you. Yeah, great to uh, to speak to you on Friday afternoon. And I believe that you live in the Isle of Wight. Do you want to explain to people where that is? It's a small island, just a little way, just a couple of miles off of the south coast of England. So if you imagine England right down the south coast, just a couple of miles off the coast is the Isle of Wight. And it is a very lovely place to live. I can see the sea out of my window. I've got uh, lovely views here. And it's a little bit overcast today, but we still have some sunshine peeking through. And uh, it's a little bit extra effort for me to live here because when I'm traveling around the world making presentations as well as flying back to the UK, I've then got to get a ferry to get across to the island. But I so love living here that it's, uh, it's worth every ounce of effort. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. I've been there a few a few times, and you know, I know it's famous for things like the cows boat race. And uh, you were telling me there's a couple of other things that it's famous for as well. Do you want to share those? Well, we we have some regular music festivals here now, the Isle of Wight Music Festival, and the best of all, but the the one that originally kicked it all off back in the 70s was the Isle of Wight Pop Festival. It was the last place where Jimi Hendrix played and a whole host of big names. So I find that when I am around the world making presentations and I mention that I live on the Isle of Wight, surprisingly, quite a large percentage of people do know of it uh, because of the music festivals and things in the past. Great. So when um, we, met, you know, we met and we spoke, well, we spoke in 2011, you obviously shared with me this amazing story that you had. And, you know, do you want to just explain with people and, and sort of put into context, you know, your experience up to 29 and you know and then how things changed for you after you were really kind of on your knees uh, with that challenging situation of being saddled with all that debt yeah sure i i have had i suppose quite an unusual journey i was born into a traveling family it was a bit of a nomadic childhood as you mentioned in your uh, introduction my parents operate funfair equipment from place to place and on my mother's side of the family I'm related to one of the big circuses uh, the big UK circus family smart circus on my father's side I'm related to Chipperfield circus and so my ancestry goes back many generations in the traveling life either with funfairs or uh, with my cousins with the circus and I was born into that but almost at the same time the year I was born my father took up an option on an amusement arcade at the seaside on the Isle of Wight. And so each year I would have several different homes. I'd have one on the Isle of Wight for a few months during the summer season. I'd have one traveling around with the fun fairs. And then I had a third home, which was our winter base. And so lots of different homes each year, lots of different schools, no school in between while we were moving. And so my education really was quite dire. Uh, I have dyslexia. So I found the academic pursuits, reading, writing, arithmetic, etc., particularly difficult. And as is typical in the fairground communities, I left school early uh, at 13 with no qualifications. I never sat a test in my life and very little ability to read and write. I was quite desperately embarrassed about it, to be honest. Uh, but I was determined I would get on and achieve something. My father was also completely illiterate, but quite business-wise, and by the time I was 
18, his business on the Isle of Wight had really grown and expanded. Being the oldest son, I was expected to, to help run the family business. And I actually become uh, the youngest person in the UK to be granted a liquor and entertainment license. And I took the family business in a new direction and I opened a disco uh, back in the very early 80s. It became phenomenally successful. I stayed in that business for 13 years. But at the end of that period, uh, a number of things changed in my life. The, the industry I was in, the disco industry, changed. And we were very successful at the time, but we got into something new and we opened up a, a second venue and we did it at a bad time just as the recession of the late 1980s and early 90s started to take hold and bite. And so I found myself in a, in a difficult situation, really. A number of things combined, a change in the industry, a change in people's patterns because people stopped coming to the Isle of Wight, really, for their holidays and started going to places like Greece and Spain and uh, places on the continent. And uh, with the recession, everything started to slide and I think now I could have turned the situation around, but at the time, not understanding personal development and success principles, I really panicked a little. I buried my head in the sand. I hoped it would all be okay, and it wasn't. And I found myself at age 29 in a million pound of debt. Um, I lost my home. My marriage fell apart. I'd signed on for welfare support for the first time in my life. And life was looking particularly bleak. I really didn't know quite what I was going to do. I'd become very depressed. I, I hid, to be honest, in my old bedroom. I moved back into my parents' house. I dragged them down in the process because they put all of their savings and their home up for security, trying to prop up the family business. So it also looked like they were going to be homeless. And it was really looking quite bad. And then one day some friends suggested to me that I should join them in their uh, little enterprise, they'd started up a, a direct sales business and were doing some network marketing. And I joined their team, really not enjoying it, not any good at, uh, at sales. But it turned out to be a great blessing because it introduced me to the concepts of personal development and self-improvement. And I used those concepts to start turning my myself and my life around. Um, I think... Probably the key thing that, that I realized in that time was that success is not an accident. I, before that point, I sort of believed that if you're successful, a huge degree of it is down to luck. And sometimes you're lucky and sometimes you're not. And so sometimes you're successful and sometimes you're not. And I felt like my success had been luck, mainly and that I was out of luck. And so to start to learn that there are principles of success and that if you live by the principles, it helps you to achieve success, that was an absolute mind-blowing revolution for me and a lifeline that I clung on to in the early days. Mm. And that must have been a, you know, an interesting, very, a very challenging time for you because I'm trying to think of the best way to say this, but you know, that sort of a community you belong to um, I, I sort of there's a stigma maybe, but I, I see that sort of community very much kind of sticking together, uh, and uh, it kind of interfaces sometimes with the out outside world on a sort of commercial basis. But I guess you you had to kind of broaden your community, did you, to to move on? Yeah, I actually, I I cut myself off from my community at that point, um, 
I was already partly disconnected because I was no longer traveling around with the fun fairs, which was my immediate community where all my family were outside of my, uh, my mother and father and my brother. We were settled on the Isle of Wight by that period. But the rest of my family were still out doing the fun fairs as they still are. And the invitation from that side of my family, from my sister and my cousins, was to go back to the fun fairs and to travel with them and they would help me get back on my feet. And it was actually very tempting because I had no qualifications, I couldn't read and write properly, and that seemed like an opportunity that was open to me. But I really decided that that was the past and that I, I needed to do something else for the future and I clung on to this idea that I'd been introduced to that success uh, was something that you could learn it was a formula and you could apply it in particular I was shown very early on in my uh, personal development journey that when you think positively it stimulates brain activity that releases a very specific chemical into your brain called serotonin which helps to join brain cells together so that you form ideas, you come up with answers to problems. And serotonin, of course, is also the chemical that is the feel-good chemical. And when we think positively, we start to feel a little bit better about ourselves. And that helps us to face the problems that no doubt come in life and, and to take a brave step forward and introduce uh, a new positive idea or solution that we think we have. And as I started to do that, so my life took off. And I decided, although it was a very challenging time, I was very scared, I was very apprehensive about my future. It also seemed a very exciting thing because I was learning these new ideas and learning about how when you set goals, it helps to join brain cells together. You, you must do that just in thinking about what you want to achieve for the future. If you will remind yourself every day of your hopes and aspirations and goals, that reconnects the brain cells. And if you do that over enough days, the connection becomes established and starts to form into a belief and thereby a command to your subconscious mind to help you move towards the goal. And I decided back in the very early days of learning all of this to treat my life as something of an experiment. I was in a rock bottom place. It felt like I had nothing to lose. And the first big goal that I set was to learn to read. It took me about a year but that was a major turning point because when I learned to read at age 30, it felt like I'd been given a key to set me free. And I wanted to read everything just because I could. But I decided to focus on personal development information because that's what brought, as I uh, thought at that time, the biggest blessing into my life. And, and it was what I felt alive about. And the essence of personal development is really very simple. If you will develop yourself as a person... It helps you to improve the circumstance and situation of your life. And so I thought, well, I will throw myself into learning and then applying. Because knowing is one thing, but if you don't apply it, it really doesn't bring a benefit. So knowing, learning, and applying good quality person development and to see what difference it could make to my life. And uh, everything that I read in, in all the different books that I got hold of that made sense to me, I started to put into practice. Uh, ideas around self-motivation and personal responsibility and, and in particular, of course, uh, positive thinking and goal setting. And as I applied those techniques, so life started to improve. And I found myself explaining to other people what I was doing because they 
they wanted to know how I was being optimistic and positive and making progress, even in the middle of a very difficult situation in my life. And I suppose because I hadn't been educated in a traditional sense, I needed to explain what it was that I was doing in very simple ways. And people liked that. And so gradually I started spending more and more time talking to people about personal development and explaining the ideas that I'd learned and helping them to use them. And, and they started to achieve success with the ideas. And so gradually I made the shift from selling and using the personal development to support me in my sales activities to teaching and coaching and training. Fantastic. Well, we're going to go over to a commercial break right now. But after the break, we'll find out uh, from you, Brian, about about life mapping and how that differs from um, from goal mapping that we discussed last time. And then really start to get into some of those principles and start to tease out some of the key elements that can really make a difference. So we should be back with you again in just a couple of minutes. Thank you. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called The Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Are you a business innovator or are you just sitting on the sidelines? Tune in every week for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP. Host Bonnie D. Graham talks to a cross-section of the movers and shakers who are leading by example. They will share best practices and innovative ideas to keep you thinking and moving along with the best. Join us for Coffee Break with Game Changers, presented by SAP, Wednesday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. It's Chris Cooper, bemoreachievemore.com. And if you, if you want to find out more about um, sort of shows that are coming up and uh, other things about self-development, then um, subscribe to the e-zine at bemoreachievemore.com. But we're talking, um, Brian was sharing there about his background and uh, how he really discovered self-development. And, and you've gone on, Brian, to develop a number of systems. And the last time we spoke, you had developed goal, you, you were talking about goal mapping. And uh, you also have life mapping, which is the focus of the show today. Do you want to just share with us, you know, sort of briefly uh, what, uh, what life mapping is about and how it differs from goal mapping? Sure. Um, I actually have four systems in total. Goal mapping was the very first one I developed, followed a couple of years afterwards by life mapping. There's also action mapping and self mapping. Um, 
each of the programs is designed to help you activate the whole of your brain, both the left brain that is more the management brain and thinks in words, and also the right brain, which is more the leadership brain, the creative brain that is visionary and tends to think in pictures. And by activating both sides of the brain, both the left and the right, the management and the leadership, it helps us to be more effective. And in particular, it helps us to set goals in a way that really connects the goal to our subconscious mind, which operates like an autopilot and moves us towards our chosen desires. And so there's two main things that goal mapping achieves. One is that it helps people achieve a great level of conscious clarity about what it is they want and why they want it and over what time frame the actions they're going to need to take to achieve it and who might be involved in the process. And so it's seven steps that helps to create this map in both words and pictures that activates the whole of the brain and sends this powerful command to the subconscious. Life mapping has the same basic root of using a combination of words and pictures to activate the whole of the brain and it also sends a command to the subconscious but instead of being a command about a tangible goal you want to achieve it sends a command about who it is you choose to be as a person we call it the syntax of success most people are focused on what they would like to have in their life a lot of people will then start to work out what it is they need to do in the way of activity and actions in order to have that goal, that achievement. But actually the real power comes a step further back, which is who you are being as a person. Because who you are being, like being passionate, being enthusiastic, being authentic, being motivated, is the power behind what you do that leads to what you have. You can have two people doing exactly the same thing. They both have the same level of qualification. They both have the same level of skill. They are both working from the same office, sat at the same desk, using the same systems to reach the same customers. But one is doing it with passion and enthusiasm and self-belief, and the other is not, and it creates two very different results. And so in my work with helping both individuals and organizations to be at peak, part of it, of course, is setting goals. Part of it is looking at effective actions and effective communication, etc. But a huge part of our leadership work is in helping people to develop the qualities of character that will support them in doing the things, making the journey they need to make in order to achieve their goals. And this is really the essence of what life mapping is about. And when you create your life map, you work through a mandala, which is a series of seven boxes and seven circles. The boxes are for the words. It starts with the central box, which is to identify and state your purpose. If it's on a, a large whole life basis, the purpose may simply be uh, to be at your best, to be more and achieve more. Or if it's something very specific, it might be uh, being the person you need to be for your team, being a great leader or being a great partner. Or you may choose a very specific goal you have, 
It could be uh, recently I was working with somebody that's going to run a marathon. And so that becomes the central purpose. And then around the outside of this central purpose, we have six other aspects. They are mental, emotional, physical, material, social, and spiritual. And there is one key question that is asked for each of these six aspects, which is, if you consider your goal, your purpose, your mission in life, your role, whatever it is that you're looking to enhance or achieve, which one quality of character, and start with the mental, would most help you in being the person that achieves your goal, purpose, aim, ambition, whatever it is for you. And you take the first thing that comes to your mind. So maybe it's patience. But if you're a little more patient each day, it would really help you to be the way you need to be to be at your best and achieve your goals. And then you write it as if you have it. So I am patient, or it could be I am focused, or I am determined. Whichever quality comes up for you, you write it as an affirmation. So it's personal, it's positive, and it's present tense. And that then becomes a command to your subconscious to be that way a little more. You do the same thing then in the emotional, which one quality this time of the heart. So maybe courage or compassion or uh, care would most help you to be the person that achieves your goals. Then likewise in the physical, the material, the social, and the spiritual. So in my map currently, uh, my central purpose, because this is my, my map covering the whole of my life, and my central purpose is I shine. Mentally, I have peace of mind. Emotionally, I have a flame in my heart. I'm passionate. Physically, I am energetic. There's a glow in my body. Materially, I make an effort with ease. So I'm pushing towards the goals I want to achieve, but I'm looking always to find the natural flow in life, to take the, uh, the most progressive path. Socially, I'm a flame in the dark. I'm looking to be an example for others, a torch to show the way. And in terms of spiritually, which is not necessarily religion for me, it's about having a sense of meaning and purpose for your life, I'm looking to uplift people, to support people in helping them to be their best and achieve more in their life. By creating that in both words and pictures, it gives you the conscious clarity, but also with the imagery, you activate the right side of your brain and thereby command the subconscious. That's very helpful for you, you know, you explaining that in the way that you did. Is, is there a place that people can access this, this map and then do their own? Yes, yeah, we, have, we have free downloads on all of our systems and they're available from our website, which is lift, L-I-F-T, International. Com. So it's all one word, liftinternational.com. And if you go to the free stuff section, you'll see the free life mapping templates. There's two templates, one for the left brain, one for the right brain. And they come with a one-page summary of instruction. It's a very simple process uh, that you can be guided through just following the instructions. And likewise, there are the downloads there for, for goal mapping, action mapping, and life mapping. Excellent. There was something earlier that you said that I think you know, resonated with, with me and a lot of the kind of work that I've done with clients and experience working in organizations is that there are a lot of people out there who are just going through the motions with their job, aren't they? They're just, you know, just doing it uh, yeah. as opposed to the people who are really successful uh, are really 
you know, being it at a, as you say, at a, a kind of deeper, a deeper level. These qualities are coming out of them from a deeper level and they shine. And I suppose there's a question there, you know, to raise to people listening to this. Are you, are you really, are you just going through the motions or are you really developing the qualities to be one of those people who absolutely stands out as you put it, shine? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a strange thing. It, it seems really obvious to me now that you can develop uh, not only your qualities of character, but you can develop very specific qualities of character which are in alignment with achieving success. And it just seems so obvious to me now, and I'm sure it's obvious to a lot of your listeners, but it actually wasn't obvious to me before I encountered personal development. I had the notion that the way you are is the way that you are, and there's nothing really you can do about it. It's a it's a product of your genetics and your upbringing, and, and it's, you know, that's just the way it is. And that's not actually true. You can change pretty much anything about you, and you can certainly enhance uh, specific qualities. And by being clear about which qualities bring success into your life and using your life map, so creating the map is only the first stage of the process. Uh, the second stage, and a very important one, is to look at it on a regular basis. I have mine in front of me now. It sits in my folder next to my to-do list, and I look at it first thing in the morning because I'm telling myself I'm peaceful in mind, I'm passionate in heart, I'm energetic in body. I'm, I'm literally telling myself to be that way, and it sets me up for a great day. I'm not leaving it to chance. I'm, I'm not going to be random and a load of unconscious beliefs sort of dictating whether I'm happy or sad depending on whether my day has turned out the way in which I think it should or not and this this insight that our thoughts about our life trigger the release of chemicals that give us feelings and those feelings influence our behavior goes really to the very uh, core of the work that I now do because it was the most important thing for me to discover. And I didn't manage to turn my life around instantly, but I noticed the benefits of positive thinking and goal setting and choosing my ways of being, choosing to be positive and motivated. I noticed that from a very early time. It, it took me some 10 years to pay off my debt and to, to get myself into a stable position and my books out into the world, etc., uh, but I notice the benefits quite quickly. And if you look at any organization or if you, you talk to successful people, they want to work with people that have great qualities of self-motivation and personal responsibility. We all prize people that have those qualities. And the irony for me is that in most education systems, it's simply not taught directly. We expect people to pick up these qualities for themselves, through their experience of life, maybe through their, their family, uh, but we don't really put on structured workshops in our education systems to help people develop these qualities. And that's really starting to change now because more and more educational systems are realizing the value of it. 
and of course organizations especially the leading organizations around the world have recognized that by putting on personal development workshops you can help people to learn the lessons of life and to learn how to turn on their best regardless of whether they feel that way or not for something that's really important just like athletes do and and lots of uh, successful people where they need to turn on the qualities, the winning attitudes that produce greatness. And the more people we can help to learn that, especially at a young age, uh, the better the world will be. Couldn't agree more. We're going to go to commercial break, and uh, when we come back, we should look at some of the more the principles of life mapping and, and talk some of them through. So we'll be back again in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> the boardroom to you voice america business network would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential chris cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the achiever program one-to-one mentoring and coaching facilitated leader development workshops and speeches Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Do you need directions to solve financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. tuned in to be more achieve more with host chris cooper if you have a question or comment about our show please direct your emails to info at be more that's info at be more now back to chris cooper hi it's chris cooper with be more achieve more and with brian main uh, we're talking about about life mapping and various principles of self-development. Um, that's the last commercial break, so we'll go all the way through to the end now. Um, Brian, I know there's a number of kind of key principles behind life mapping. Um, we've obviously talked about the mandala, and people can access that from your site and have a go. But do you want to share some of those principles with us, and then maybe we can discuss some of them in a little bit more detail? For sure. There are seven key principles that make up the philosophy of positive thinking that we promote and and these seven principles really form the foundations of our teaching they're in all of our systems Uh, the mapping system will attach to the principles as a technique but the principles themselves are universal guiding principles the first one is to raise awareness because quite simply the more aware we are the more effective we are raising our awareness 
of ourself, our motivations or demotivations, our own beliefs. And uh, by raising our awareness, we're able to turn on much greater levels of drive, positive attitude and confidence when we most need it, regardless of whether the day is turning out the way in which we would have liked it to or not. As we start to raise our awareness, the second of the principles kicks in, which is to develop possibility consciousness. Because if we're going to raise our awareness, we really need to think in terms of possibilities, to have an open mind. Quite simply, the past and the present do not dictate the future. They influence the future, but each moment is a new moment of possibility. And when we're considering our future, it's really important that we start from the big picture of everything is possible, and then we start to narrow back then to what is most probable. The third principle is to find balance. Success and balance really go hand in hand. And of course, these are universal principles. They will apply to a single person or a group of people. When we have balance, it helps us to achieve success. Life balance, of course, is not like a, a set of scales where it's a static point. It's always moving and shifting. And when we set goals and we're moving towards our plans, we quite often go out of balance. But if we are are having a good level of awareness and we're thinking in terms of possibilities, we're able then to make allowances. Sometimes part of the price we pay when pursuing a goal is that we need to push ourselves harder and, and actually go out of balance for some time. But if we're aware, we can maintain it. And then at some point, we must, of course, bring ourselves back into balance because if we stay out of balance too far for too long, we fall over mentally, emotionally, physically. And because life balance is always shifting, it's, it's not like a set of scales. It's much more like the balance on a, on a bicycle. We need to be moving towards something in order to maintain our balance. And so the fourth principle that builds on the first three is to have a sense of purpose. It's to be on purpose. Because when we're on purpose, when we're doing the thing that we think is the important thing for us to do in life, I call it finding the thing that makes your heart sing, then we're passionate, we're enthusiastic, we have belief in ourselves. All of that helps us to feel a sense of confidence. And then we apply ourselves to task following that, that prime syntax of success that we're being our best, which empowers what we do in all the various areas of our life and leads us into having our best results. And if you imagine purpose as being a path, there is no real end date as such. Uh, goals, of course, have dates, but a purpose is much more like an ongoing journey. It's a, a path we pursue with the goals being the significant markers and milestones along the journey. And there will be, of course, many forks in the road and choices that need to be made, which brings us into the fifth principle, which is to become fully responsible, to choose our own way, use our free will so that we are proactive in our journey rather than being reactive. And if we are choosing, then the most important thing we can choose is the sixth principle, which is to maintain a positive focus. By holding a positive focus on our life, it helps us to spot the opportunities, which are often hidden within the difficulties. And by maintaining a positive focus on ourselves, by choosing to hold our 
predominant focus on what is best about us. It helps us to feel good about ourselves. It raises our self-esteem and thereby makes it easier for us to turn on those winning qualities that bring physical success into our life. The seventh principle is to involve to evolve. So we are living in the age of network. It's never been easier to access the ideas of others and to share our own ideas. And there are always uh, two aspects to the principle. One is to look to see who you can connect with on the outside, but also it has an inner reflection, which is to involve yourself in uh, developing yourself, moving yourself up higher. And the very best way that I've discovered of doing this over the years is through a life map, because the life map captures a snapshot of you being at your best. It really captures your own personal qualities of greatness and sends the command to your subconscious to help you to be that way more often. Wow. Uh, some great content in there about... Uh about becoming more aware, um, seeing possibilities and being open to them, finding balance and being aware that sometimes that balance can um, be disrupted when you're growing, I guess, and then being on purpose, I guess, discovering that, being responsible, maintaining positive focus, and then getting involved to evolve. So moving through that structure, I mean, how, how in your view do people best raise their awareness? Questioning. Um, questioning yourself, sometimes, of course, being questioned in an empowering way by others. That's uh, the role of a good coach or a trainer en masse will cause you to think deeply about your life and situations. And by questioning yourself in a positive way, it helps to bring your beliefs to the surface. And you very often notice uh, in, in situations that cause you to question deeply that you may have been living by an assumption or a belief for many, many years which is actually not correct or, or not bringing out the best in you. And so one of my morning routines is to firstly count my blessings, uh, to think of all the different things that I'm grateful for in my life, but then also to write in my journal and, and normally what I do is I ask myself questions and I sit quietly and I look to access a bit of inner wisdom and to give myself answers. I do have various mentors around the world. I was with one of my mentors yesterday, a wonderful guy from Greece who's been an advisor to me and a mentor to me for many years. And uh, I love sitting with him and taking his wise counsel but I really hold on to something I heard many years ago, which is that nobody else can do your own thinking for you. There is a certain point after taking lots of advice and receiving lots of coaching where you really need to sit quietly and involve, turn within yourself and access your own inner wisdom and decide what's best for you in order to evolve to move further up. And I find questioning is the very best way of doing that to raise awareness. And is that something that you do you go away and on your own for a couple of days to do it on a on a sort of disciplined annual kind of retreat or is it just something that you make time in your diary for? I would love to go away somewhere on an annual retreat, but no, <laughs> I don't do that. Um I do it occasionally. I'm very fortunate that within my work 
I quite often get the opportunity to do it. I have uh, speaking tours coming up in both Scandinavia and Africa. And as part of those tours, I know I'll be in some great places where I will take some time and I will sit down. And it's a favorite thing for me now is to journal in the mornings. But it's something that I do just on a very uh, regular, ordinary, everyday basis here where I live or uh, maybe even sat in a corporate somewhere before a before a training, I'll take a few moments, I'll just sit down, I'll have a little breathing exercise that I go through to get myself into a bit of an alpha rhythm, a good state of mind, and then I take out my journal and I ask myself questions and I just see what comes to mind and I write down my thoughts and I find that really helps me. And, and have you always, always very consistently used a journal? I mean, I'm looking at mine at the moment and, and I have spells when I'm really disciplined with it, get huge value from it and then for some reason it just slips off my radar for a couple of months and then I get back into it again. Uh, is it the same for you or do you, um, you have a more disciplined pattern of using it? Yes, it's an interesting question. I am probably more disciplined uh, than not in that I take such great strength from writing in my journal that if I'm not feeling in a particularly good place it's one of the first things I will do because I find it really helps me when I'm away working it is certainly <coughs> excuse me it is certainly easier than when I'm at home which uh, may sound a bit odd to some listeners but I when I'm away I get up early and uh, I'm thinking about my day, the training ahead, the speeches and presentations that I'm going to make. I, I speak at a lot of conferences around the world. And writing in my journals a part of my routine and ritual to prepare myself for that. When I'm at home, my concerns are getting the children their breakfast and taking them to school. And, and then sometimes after dropping them at school, I'm coming back to the office, but there are phone calls and all sorts of things waiting for me. And it's really on those days when I'm at home and, and you think I would have the luxury of time that my journaling slips. And, and when I'm away and I'm actually under the clock because I need to present at nine o'clock or whatever, those are the days when I do it. So I'm quite disciplined on those days and, and a little bit undisciplined on others. But I, I did write in my journal today, actually, after dropping the children at school and, and doing some of the other chores that I needed to do, I just made uh, 30 minutes to sit down and, and put myself into a great space. Right. And I think it's, it's hugely valuable when you do it, and you sort of kicked me to get myself back into it. I think it's a few days since I wrote in mine. Um, it was probably a month before that I, a gap that I have as well, but it is a very valuable thing to do. And you're right, I find it easy when I'm away from the family to take that along. And I, I don't know about you, but I've got a nice sort of leather book that I kind of feel quite good about writing in rather than absolutely notebook or anything like that. Yeah, I think it's important. Buy yourself something of quality. I, I remember the first decent journal I bought myself. It seemed like an outrageous amount of money to uh, to spend because I really didn't have much at the time. But then I made the things that I wrote in their count, and I, you know, I made sure I wrote down some of the most important thoughts because it's interesting how you will have a very inspiring thought or idea or insight come to you. And yet if you don't capture it or make an effort to remind yourself of it, you invariably don't live by it. That was part of the understanding and, and realization and breakthrough that led me into developing the life mapping technique so that you're able to send these commands to your subconscious about being the way that you choose to be. 
I wanted to uh, talk about uh, about this possibility consciousness and developing it because I think it's really really important in that you know whatever life is like right now it is possible as you have with your life to uh, completely transform it and you know to go from where you went with your fair ground and challenges and a million pounds in debt to now speaking to hundreds of thousands of people and traveling the world uh for many people in the former situation that just wouldn't seem possible um how do you develop the confidence to realize that you can actually have almost whatever you want if you put your mind to it confidence and self-belief really come from the same thing which is being clear about what it is you want to achieve and then holding that thought because by holding the thought of what you want to achieve it establishes the brain cell connection and a belief is simply an established brain cell connection you take any belief you have and my youngest daughter Aisha who's six has a belief that father Christmas fetches the toys that belief is simply an established connection between two or more brain cells formed by realizations that she's had over the last few years my older daughter uh, Shanti who's now 10 had that belief at 6 but she's realized it isn't quite correct she's broken down the old brain cell connection in the realization and she's formed a new higher realization that's a more accurate reflection of the reality that surrounds her and it's really this process of making sure that we have supporting beliefs and forming new beliefs that help us to be at our best that is key within personal development. And for me, uh, the turning point was learning to read. And in order to read, I, I told myself day after day, I can read, I can read, I can read to build the belief that I could. In building that belief, it also, of course, triggers the release of chemicals into our brain and systems such as serotonin, which lead to the feeling of confidence. Confidence is, is no mysterious thing that some people have and other people don't. We can all learn to be confident by thinking in very positive ways about ourselves and life. And of course, life is absolutely full of possibilities and opportunities. But we only receive a small amount of information really about the world around us and it's filtered through our mind uh, depending on our beliefs. And so if you believe that you can't achieve things, you see lots of evidence to support you and believe in that. But when you start to believe that you can achieve things, you start to notice opportunities and evidence and information that support you in that. There's a, a wonderful quote that was sent to me the other day. It's one that I've actually been using for many years, but it was lovely to see it again the other day in an email that somebody sent by Pasteur, which is, fate favors the prepared mind. Uh, I believe in a bit of fate and luck and destiny and all those things, and I know, and the university research is very clear on, it happens more often for the people that are looking for it. The people that believe they're going to be lucky and that good things are going to come spot more opportunities. The people that believe they can create their own reality and achieve success invariably see opportunities to do just that. And so it's really important that we develop our possibility consciousness, that we start thinking in ways that support us to believe that it's possible for us to achieve our goals. And that's an ongoing journey. It's something that I started nearly 20 years ago and I still practice on a daily basis. And of course, there's always a what's next. I've achieved a great deal in my life 
uh, but the last 18 months since I last spoke to you, you know, new opportunities have come along, bigger steps to take, and in, in some ways greater stretches. And it's in believing that it's possible for me to make that step and go and achieve that goal that invariably starts the process where I find the motivation and spot the opportunity and find the courage to take the step. Very good. Very good. Um, so moving on from there, I mean, we talked about um, sort of uh, being, doing and having. Um, and you said that a lot of people sort of start to think about what it is that they can have first. Um, what do you think are the, is the best way to kind of establish truly what your purpose is um, so you're very clear about um, who you intend to be. I mean, obviously your process helps with that, but sometimes just coming out with those words about, you know, your core purpose can take a lot of reflection. Yes, absolutely. There are a number of different aspects to purpose. In goal mapping, we help people to identify a physical purpose, a career perhaps, or a, a path in their life that they're going to pursue over many years. In life mapping, the focus is much more on what we call prime purpose. And your prime purpose, the same as everybody's prime purpose in life, is simply to be your best. It's hardwired into our genes. It's the drive of evolution to be all that you can be. And of course, in, in the rest of life, it's hardwired. You don't see a tree or a flower or, or a rabbit looking to be less than its best. It's just hardwired into its genetic drive. Humans are so unique. We have this wonderful blessing of free will, but it's a responsible gift. And of course, you are free to think the worst about yourself or the best about yourself. And many people, through circumstance or an awful upbringing or whatever, fall into the trap of regularly thinking the worst about themselves. And when you think negatively about yourselves, when you're focused on everything that's wrong with you, it triggers the release of chemicals like cortisone into your system, which make you feel fearful and anxious and invariably lower your self-esteem. And people get caught into a rut of thinking negatively about themselves. They feel low and down and negative and depressed about themselves. It causes them to act in very often negative ways. That produces negative results in their life, which becomes another reason to think negatively about themselves and tell themselves they're rubbish and a failure and all of those horrible self-talk things that just keep them trapped in the cycle. And invariably, the work of life mapping is about helping people break out of that cycle to capture a snapshot of what it looks like when they're being their best, the thoughts they think, the feelings they feel, the way that they behave, and then to remind themselves of that on a regular basis to be that way more often. And we run that process with individuals and groups. So organizations like Microsoft and British Telecom and Siemens have all been through the life mapping workshop. And Firstly, we help them to identify their physical goals and aims and ambitions within the organization. But the very next thing we do is ask them, who will you need to be as a person in your qualities of character in order to go out and do those things and achieve those goals? And so then they create a life map as well as their goal map about who they're going to be. 
as a leader for their team, as a supporter within their community, or just for themselves in order to achieve the best they can within their, their activities, aims and ambitions. Fantastic. Well, Brian, we've got about a, mi- a minute left before I need to wrap up. Um, have it's you got gone any quickly. Key- it has, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it two hours, couldn't we? Um, <laughs> what, what, are your, what are your key messages that you'd like to leave us with? Think your best thoughts, feel your best feelings, take your best actions, and you will invariably live your best life. The life mapping system just helps you to do that on an easy, practical, regular basis. Yeah, so stri- strive to be the best that you can be. I think I think one of the things that I took from the conversation too is about, you know, always striving to be the best that you can be, you know, in, in the moment. And I guess if we are the best versions of ourselves that we can currently be in any, any one moment, uh, then... Things are going to move for us. Uh, we end up living a great life, Chris. And, and not only that, we invariably end up uh, helping a lot of other people to live a great life. Because if you're going to shine bright, it does invariably light the way for others and sets an example that if I can do it, other people can do it. My, my mentor inspired me to be more in myself. And I uh, hope that the interview today has inspired some of your listeners. It's certainly been great to speak with you. It's been great to speak with you too. Uh, Thanks so much for being on the show again. Um, It's always a pleasure. And if you have any, if you want to find out more information about Brian Main, go to brianmain.com. Is that correct? And also there's liftinternational.com, isn't there? Well, you can find me on Facebook at Brian Main, but liftinternational.com is my website. We also have a free online goal-setting software, which is called goalmappingonline.com, and uh, you can go and create your goal map there or download the free life mapping templates and guide from liftinternational.com. Fantastic. Well, going to leave you there. If you have any questions or feedback, please send it to Chris at BeMoreAchievedMore.com or leave on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash BeMoreAchievedMore. Um, on next week's show, my guest will be Will Kintish. And give me a really practical show next week. Will is an absolute expert on the use of LinkedIn. So if you're on LinkedIn and you use it um, at the moment, maybe you're just collecting people to connect with, and he's going to really show us how to make it work for business networking. So do listen in to find out how to gain enormous benefits from LinkedIn. And in the meantime, have a fabulous week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 